Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. What's up? How's it going? Pretty good. I've been How's on, life? I've been on TikTok all day. <laughs> Man, I almost downloaded TikTok today. Do it, bro. Might as well. <laughs> it's fun. I fought the devil. I resisted the devil. I'm really trying so hard not to just download a bunch of these pointless apps. Because I already feel like I have enough with like Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. And now Tumblr again. I'm just like, do I really need this TikTok shit? <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna listen back to this real quick. But y'all keep saying a nigga need to get on TikTok. I haven't done any dances or anything yet because, bro, it's a whole nother level. I followed uh Blake East on it. Though. That shit is funny. Cause he did like two videos with him dancing, and it's actually funny as fuck. Kim, I can hear you. Can you hear me? No, I couldn't. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. Uh, see, this is the shit that sucks about our house. Cause I don't have good service out here, and my mama always be on the house phone, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to use headphones with the house phone. Yeah. Um, are you on Wi-Fi? Yeah, our Wi-Fi fucking sucks. Our router has been shit for years. And like, mm. my dad really, really, literally came to the conclusion a couple of days ago when my mom had to start working from home. And he was asking if my uh, Wi-Fi extender was working for me. And I was like, yeah, but not really. Like, if the router doesn't reach or if the router sucks, there's only so much my Wi-Fi extender can do. Right. So then he realized that he he needed to call AT&T. But I'm just like, nigga, we just either need a new router or we need two separate routers for upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, that's what my sister had to do for her house. He just, I don't, I don't, he still, we still don't have a new router yet though. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't think he understands how detrimental it is. Cause I be needing to do shit like on my laptop and it always kicks me off. I'm always ending up having to like kick my phone off of the Wi-Fi to actually be able to use it, which then bites into my data. And it's just annoying, but I can't make that nigga do nothing cause it's his house. So <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So here we are, bro. My um, something was up with my parents' water, so they turned it off today, and then the guy came out to fix it. So my dad was was there just chilling, and it was a black dude, and he had went like close to the road near the, like the the drain to crawl yeah. and check something, and my dad said that this 
Wait, I missed everything you said. This group of what? See, this is going to get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> this group of uh, white teenagers drove by and said, nigger, get in that hole. What? Yeah. Bruh, I don't know what it is. Like, this shit is like the end of the world, though. Like, everybody's losing their minds, and I don't know. It's just the worst. See, it still just doesn't feel like that for me. It feels different, but it doesn't feel like scary different. Uh, It's going to peak in the next two weeks. Like, 3,000 people have died in America. Yeah, and we have the most cases so far. Yeah, so the peak is about to start happening. So it's yeah, going prob- it's probably going to be over at least 100,000 people dying. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to stay my ass in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's why when you were like, uh, we'll probably do a remote. And then I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, because I just thought, like, you you have to be around people because you are still going to work. Right. And then I've been around the same people, but I've still been around people. So just that many points of contact. Yeah. It's I don't want either one of us to be the reason some <laughs> shit goes left. Right. Because then you'll just hate me for the rest of your life. Like, that motherfucker gave me coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that... I had some people, uh, somebody, one of my friends commented, I want to say maybe two weeks ago or even last week. And they're just like, oh, y'all still in the studio recording? And then I was like, yeah. It's like a lot of our other podcast people, they've been doing everything remote. And at that point, I was just like, I mean, it's not that crazy for us. But every week gets crazier and crazier. Right. Like, it's, uh, I think, we like, we were good last week with doing it. It's just now it's, like, more so of, like, okay, we need to be extra precautions. Yeah, especially now with, like, more cases happening in Alabama and surrounding counties and right here in Huntsville. But the other thing is like one-on-one interaction is okay. Like, uh, I was like, you shouldn't just do it all the time. But like the fact that you like came to my house was different than like, if we like had pretty much a Corona party. Yeah. Cause you're like literally (laughs) the only person that comes over my house besides my parents. Yeah. So it was to to those concerned, uh, we did do the proper safety things. <laughs> so it wasn't just like we were out here like fuck coronavirus. Yeah. But still, I think I don't know. Yesterday I was paranoid because I was around Jay. It was just supposed to be me and her. Like I try to make sure that I'm only around like literally the same five people for the last two weeks <laughs> right um but she has been out here hanging out with everybody for the last couple weeks and i was just like mm, i can't i can't be kicking it with her <laughs> right like mm. she don't know how to sit her ass down <laughs> like no nah, it's not time to play like i'm not even worried about me catching it as much as me giving it to somebody and that's where we have to be on it. Be like, I don't want to yeah. give it to. Now, if I catch it, I am at risk because I have 
asthma like a motherfucker and I've smoked for 10 years. <laughs> I do not need any kind of respiratory shit happening with me. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? It's like everybody talks about, you know, the, the groups of people that are more at risk and like the, um, like what to do to prevent it and everything. But not a whole lot of people are talking about what to do if you actually get it. And also, not a lot of people are talking about, like, what happens if you have a condition that you don't know about that's making you more susceptible to it. Right. That's Because, like, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people who are out here sick but have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. that's where I'm nervous. Um, got a coronavirus test. Oh, shit. He got the swab? Yeah, like he had a, uh, he one of his clients had um had tested positive for it, and he had some of the symptoms, so he went and took the test. I think he said it it took like sixty hours to get the test back. Damn. And then of course he was negative. See, what I don't understand about testing like that though is like because they keep saying that the symptoms may or may not show up for up to 14 days is, is it really like beneficial to test as soon as you come in contact with somebody and not test again? Like, I feel like if you're going to test right after somebody comes in contact with somebody that has it, that you should, and it comes up negative, you should test them again, like in a week or so. That's um that's why they were saying they wanted Trump to test again. Some people have been saying they wanted him to test again just to make sure. Yeah. That nigga wildin' too. So, I mean, <laughs> bruh, I'm, uh, I don't watch any of those briefings. I just be seeing pieces of it. And I'll be like, man, this nigga's crazy. I'm not, <laughs> like, how is this okay? Like, this nigga's stupid, bruh. Bruh. That dude is out here mad that people are uh, asking him serious questions. He'd be like, it's just the media. I think y'all want me to lose the election. Like, no, nigga, we trying to survive. This is not about you. (laughs) Stop trying to make fetch happen. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, he is. We got the worst president in the world for a time like this. I miss Obama fucking world like in the whole entire world Bruh, we have the worst leader i miss obama obama would have handled this shit it would have been you bad mean, we would have been on lockdown two weeks ago yep and they would have been calling like, him everything but a child of god <laughs> right at the peak of it when we were still working and having to do all the sanitization steps and everything i thought it was crazy that we were still having crowds coming in and that we were even still busy. Like, but that's the time where I felt like shit should have been like super shut down. Yeah. And it probably should have, honestly. We were like a month behind on everything. But it's also because we had all these people like uh, the president saying it was a hoax and all this other shit and then trying to downplay it like it wasn't a serious thing when we should have been taking action then. Yeah, like, I don't understand why they were even still letting travel happen after, like, once we saw what was going on in China, they should have been shut, like, international flights. 
down. Yeah. And they didn't. But it all came ahead that uh, that day that uh, the NBA got canceled. That's when everybody was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But that's when everybody's eyes were opened, which sucks that it takes <laughs> sports to get everybody to realize how serious this is. Because when you see people are willing to forego making money, that's when America's like, whoa. If y'all ain't trying to make millions and billions, what the fuck is going on? Right. And then, yeah. bruh, um, yesterday before Trump changed the date from, uh, I think it was supposed to end soon, and he extended it to April 30th, I was telling uh, the people at work, I was like, man, it's no way we can o- we can open back up on Easter. Like, he was trying to make it, like, fake Christian I honestly ass. don't, I don't even think April 30th is going to be long enough. That's why Virginia, theirs is until June 10th. I think that's a more reasonable date, and that might be too early. That's, yeah, that's, that's safer, but I feel like even when we feel like the peak has happened and the curve is flattening and you know, we're getting a hold of it. I think it still needs to be some time afterwards that we can keep everything sterile and not have any lingering cases or, you know what I'm saying? Cause even once the curve is flattened, you're still going to have people that are still contracting it. Just yeah. cause it's a flattened curve doesn't mean that nobody else is being affected. Right, especially because there's going to be more waves of it. And so once the curve is flattened, there's still going to be additional waves that are going on. But it's really, this virus isn't going anywhere. It's just eventually we'll be, uh, I guess, used to it, and then eventually we'll get a vaccine. But until the vaccine is ready... This isn't going to go anywhere. So you can cancel 2020. <laughs> 2020 is canceled. Yeah. Like, Shit is crazy. It hasn't, so it hasn't really, it hasn't affected me much in that I'm just getting lazier and I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Like I haven't had, I, I, I'm, I am experiencing like, some anxiety and paranoia like now if i have any like weird symptom of anything i'm like nervous as shit like right (laughs) like yesterday my throat was itchy for like an hour and i was like oh my god but then i was like itchy throat is not even a fucking symptom i'm just (laughs) i'm just out here nervous for no reason but um it's, it's making me lazier like today I realized, like, I got another cancellation, and I was just like, hmm, whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't want to do it anymore anyway. Like, when usually my appointments and stuff, like, I always look forward to them, because that's like, like, doing makeup is my fun job. But now I'm just like, huh, whatever. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> and that, I like, that's not a good place for me to get in. I don't want to. I don't want to get used to doing nothing because then it's going to be harder for me to like get back into the swing of real life. Yeah. Um, I've been sleeping nonstop and I'm sleeping yeah. until like one and two in the afternoon. Yeah. And that's not good. 
I don't sleep that long. Like I normally get up around like nine, nine thirty, but I will just lay in my bed mm-hmm. until like eleven, twelve o'clock. Like I'm uh, like because I get off so late, I'm still like up. So it takes like a couple of hours for me to unwind, and so I don't be going to sleep until like four or five in the morning. Yeah. Like today, I woke up at like 10 but then i went back to sleep and i slept till like one yeah i probably would have gone back to sleep today but i had to uh, retwist some of quitney's locks so i had a reason to get up and get out the bed but yeah today was definitely a day to like stay in the bed because we got that cold front too Mm -hmm. that last cold front for the heat set in right that's what we got and it was cold as fuck outside yeah, I, it's cold in my house right now. I, I'm fighting turning the heat on. Yeah, we had literally just turned the air on yesterday because um, after the storm on Friday and it was like hot the next day. Yeah. Which I was surprised because normally storms bring in a cold front, but I guess it was just a late cold front. But it was hot the next day and it was so hot to the point where like inside of our house was warmer than outside so we turned the air on and then now look at us (laughs) um but i'm just thinking like going for it because uh we might have to end up doing this shit for real for real for a while yeah and shit yeah you're right or i'll we'll figure i'll figure we'll figure it out um, Maybe we could do Zoom, like all the cool kids. I know. <laughs> Zoom is the the wave. Let me see how much Zoom's partnership, I mean, how much it is. Most people have accounts for work. Yeah, and school. Yeah. <laughs> I did see somebody made a shirt, uh, Zoom University, class of 2020. <laughs> Did you see that one video of the kids zooming with the professor and dude just took a bong rip? Yep. <laughs> and the professor was like, can we, can we not? Can we not? Can we not? America has fallen in love with a new person. Mr. Joe Exotic. (laughs) Of Tiger King. The greatest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. That shit has changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) I am shook. I am shook. I am so shook. This shit? Nigga, like, I could almost watch that again and still be just as entertained as I was the first time. I've watched it, like, three times. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's so crazy. Because I was not expecting that. Like, just the totality of it. It was just so much going on. Bro, at first, I was like, okay, what mental illness slash personality disorder is this? And then I was like, never mind, scratch that. This is a drug. And I was like, this is definitely cocaine. 
<laughs> and then when they when they mentioned meth, I was like, okay, well that explained why John ain't got no teeth. No teeth at all. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's there's so many scandals wrapped into one. That it like what what is the craziest part for you? <laughs> the <laughs> the craziest part to me is that all right for one that that producer dude had met Joe Exotic and decided yeah fuck my life I'm about to follow this dude around and I'm gonna make a whole bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) like this nigga saw the bigger picture before everybody else he was like nah we got a star right here and I'm gonna be the nigga to cash in on it but then when his warehouse caught on fire, quote unquote, allegedly, when Joe Exotic went out of town, right, I was like, hmm. You know what the craziest part about that that they don't mention? Apparently, the alligators that were in that thing belonged to Michael Jackson. Shut up. No lie, I saw that shit today. I was like, are you kidding me? You know how crazy a show has to be that you just leave that footnote out of it? It's like, no, nah, we got enough. We don't need to add anything to this story. <laughs> it speaks for itself. Nigga. That shit, like... Okay, so the craziest part for me was at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> at Travis's funeral, which was so, like... The fact that Travis killed himself in the way that he did lets you know that this nigga was severely depressed. Yeah. But also drugs. Right. Um they were trying to they were trying to make it seem like he was just a pothead, but he was doing meth too, was he not? Yeah. Like uh they somebody mentioned it casually that like when he first met Joe, like Joe could tell that he was a, a meth addict. Gotcha. Well, um, okay, so the craziest part was Travis killing himself, and then also, like, before he killed himself and his mom was working on the um, the zoo, farm, jungle, whatever the fuck you want to call that shit, <laughs> when, his, when, they, when they showed how, like, they were, I guess, like, one big happy family and his mom was working with him. Mm-hmm. And then to see her at the funeral, I'm like, damn, they got her caught up in this shit, too. Like, she was super smacked out. Yeah. On that. Like, she looked like a skeleton at the funeral. Yeah. She had been on that shit heavy. But, like, for him to talk about Travis's balls <laughs> at his funeral. In front of his in mama. In front of his mama. That is when I knew. I was like, wow. Like, everybody in this shit is batshit crazy. Everybody. All the people that they introduce in that shit is crazy as fuck. You got Joe. Carol. Bro. Carol did that shit. Bruh. Carol is a murderer. (laughs) She is a cold-blooded killer. (laughs) Bruh. Like the the other funniest part about all of this is Joe really did convince everybody that Carol Baskin murdered her husband, which was his goal the entire time. It was. <laughs> but 
the nigga just happened to be right. It is for one, like you don't have anybody paranoid about about dying or being killed the way Carol's husband was. Right. For no fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? Like she had to be threatening him, which they said that she did. She was. Yeah. And it had to it had to got get to a point that it was serious enough for a rich ass man to run instead of try to like stay and fight her off. Cause most men would just get a restraining order. You know what I'm saying? Divorce her. No, he was scared of her. (laughs) Yeah. Terrified. Like he was moving. Like he knew that bitch was going to kill him. And hell yeah, he was. Like, it was just crazy how uh, how holier-than-thou Carol was. Like, she's starting all this shit with, like, Joe. But she was literally doing the exact same shit. And just from the videos that we were seeing, Joe's zoo looked way better than Carol's uh, reserve or whatever the fuck it was. Like, she had lions in, like, makeshift uh, cages and shit. Oh yeah, she hers were so like her zoo jungle shit was so zoo jungle shit. <laughs> hers looked like torture. Yeah, all of, all of their cages were way smaller. Everything was so much closer together. The foliage was so thick in between. Like at least they could have room to roam at Joe's shit. Yeah, <laughs> like the funniest shit was when it first started, and I knew this was about to be crazy is when they were showing his zoo or whatever and all the people looked so methed out and I'm like, they trust these niggas around wild Animal, animals? Wild animals? <laughs> Bruh. Alright. The single funniest part to me besides the next thing I'm going to talk about is that... Uh, I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> go, go ahead. I was just going to say when... Um, when he had to tell the the zoo <laughs> the zoo visitors in the souvenir shop about the woman getting her arm bit off. Yo, this nigga Joe walked in like before you hear it out of news. <laughs> just wanna let y'all know that the tiger did take a woman's arm off just now. What? If y'all still wanna stay, you know, you can stay. <laughs> you wanna come back another time. He offered him a rain check. It's like what the I fuck? Was like, <laughs> No. How you just casually tell people that uh, a lady lost, got mauled, <laughs> and lost a limb to the the animal that they finna go and look at? Bruh, that nigga Joe, this in the middle of all of this chaos, went and changed his jacket to that EMS jacket. <laughs> and yeah, he did. <laughs> and yeah, was, he did. Bruh, he was like, the drip never stops. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck does nigga get this leather ass? <laughs> the funniest part is that shit was dope as fuck. It was. It really was. <laughs> I was looking at that like, wait a minute. EMS got merch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold up. <laughs> this nigga had an EMS bomber out here stunting. <laughs> Let me find out. It had a whole ass bomber. This nigga was, no, the funniest part is right after that scene, when he goes back to the, I guess the little studio thing, he's like, uh, I'll never recover financially from this. Like, no shit, nigga. (laughs) 
But man, he he manipulated them people. He lucky they didn't sue his ass because let me have been mauled by a fucking tiger. I would have set that bitch all the way off. Like who? That's that shit was wild. And then the fact that she went back to work the same week. Who? How? First of all, the pain that you are in to lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> You have to have, like, all those connective tissues are having to, like, reconnect and, like, mend it so your skin, you gotta be in pain. Yeah. You gotta be in pain. How the fuck? Not only are you going back to work, but you're going back to work where the same type of animals are, the same animal that took your shit off is still here. Right. And he know what you taste like now. So now you gotta go around a nigga that, like, oh, this bitch tastes did, good. Yeah. Because he didn't, to me, it would make sense to, like, euthanize the animals that maul, but at the same time, they're fucking tigers. Like, you can't expect. <laughs> that tiger didn't go crazy. That tiger went tiger. Okay. <laughs> Like, you cannot expect tigers to be humane. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're tigers. Bruh. Um, also, <laughs> when she was talking about losing her arm, and she was like, uh, I mean, it's, you know, working here, it's not hard to, uh, to think about life after losing a limb because somebody here has literally lost their legs. And when they showed Homeboy, he was like, most people think Tiger's got my legs, but I lost it in a, uh, what'd he say? A zip, to, uh, a zip line? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he went back to work with all that shit and then walked around the zoo and then they eventually had to uh, take his legs. So it's like, man, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, these niggas. I just—that's all I can say. Like <laughs> these niggas. <laughs> and then the craziest one that somehow got overglossed by everything was Doc, because that nigga was running a whole sex cult <laughs> <laughs> with tigers. Man, he and then on top of that, he had a wife. He had multiple wives. I thought he just had like one main wife that was in the house with him. Mm-mm. Yeah, multiple wives. And then, like, they didn't say it directly, but I think Joe was looking at Doc like, oh, he got a gang of bitches. I'm going to get a gang of niggas. <laughs> a whole bunch of yeah. methed out rednecks. But how? Yeah, and then I hate that one dude at the end that was just like, I was jealous of. Uh, Jealous of Doc, I wanted to know. I didn't care about how what he was doing to tame the tigers. I wanted to know what he was doing to tame the women or control the women. I was like, nigga, like lame ass niggas. Um, super lame. Doc essentially was R. Kelly. Yeah, he was. And then, like, he was the only difference was he was just smarter than uh Joe. But yep. The other funny person that was in this shit was uh, James, <clears throat> the guy who uh, worked for the government or whatever. I mean, the uh, dude that owned the strip clubs and stuff, and he ended up uh, being a, a federal informant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that uh, 
<laughs> that nigga Joe described as a walking Chucky doll. When he said that shit, I had to pause it because I was dying laughing. Because <laughs> he that nigga looked just like Chucky. <laughs> Everybody looked. I just, I just like, I don't know the whole thing. Like, and then seeing them take expired meat and put that shit on pizza and shit. <laughs> The funniest shit was when Doc. Like, what are y'all doing? Hell nah. When Doc said he was like, it takes uh, ten thousand uh, dollars a year to feed a tiger, or no, he said ten thousand dollars a month to feed one tiger. Per tiger. And then they showed Joe right after. He said, like, "I could feed a tiger for three thousand dollars." Like, wait, what the right. fuck is this nigga doing? <laughs> and they sh- yeah, when he showed them like. Chopping up the cows and shit. Yeah. Bruh. That I'm like, man, y'all were going through some great lengths to be to do this shit that's illegal. Like, how did they get away with it for so long? I don't, that's what I don't understand. That's what I don't get either. Like, I wonder if it was just like where things just got so out of control that Joe was like, fuck not, it. Not only are you not supposed to be able to capture wild animals, but you're definitely not supposed to <laughs> be able to make profit off of it to where everybody knows. Like, this nigga was on the internet doing internet shows and, like... <laughs> Running for president. <laughs> right. This nigga had the nerve to want to try to be governor. <laughs> that campaign ad when he was like, I'm gay as shit, I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> oh he was trying to do it that's i feel like that's when his uh his drug abuse got the worst and he was also becoming like more desperate for money yeah but we all we do gotta give him a little credit on one thing all of those songs were bangers (laughs) bruh that here kitty legit that or here kitty kitty that shit a jam like that's they were definitely legit and he and he did that shit perfect too because he had that girl look just like carol yeah he did <laughs> he really did he's like man he missed his calling he should he fuck all this tiger shit he should have just been a singer because it was jams that other one when he said i saw a tiger and a tiger saw man bars <laughs> nigga like <laughs> barring the fuck out of these people <laughs> Shit was a lot. And then, you know, what was also weird was, like, Carol's second husband. Not not the one that she killed. <laughs> I guess that would be her third her third husband. Right. <laughs> he, he was a weird motherfucker. Like, it was getting to the point where I was wondering if he was in it for the money. Right. Because it was, yeah, like, mm. and then she kind of was like, oh, you're following me again. Like, what the fuck? Is it your husband? Like, they had a weird relationship they had a super weird relationship but it was also crazy listening to her talk about like her own paranoia too talking about we ride around with ak's and we sleep with (laughs) you know guns under our bed i'm just like damn (laughs) it's like doing way too much um these are some real uh white people gang wars (laughs) all all type of gang shit (laughs) gang gang shit (laughs) Um, it was something else. I can't. Oh, now 
the thing that they all had in common was they all manipulated the people that worked for them. Hell yeah. They used, they preyed on their weakest attributes. Yeah. Like Joe was literally, oh no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. The fact that Joe had two straight men play gay for him. Exactly, bro. Them niggas weren't even gay for pay. They were, I don't know what the hell they were gay for. Gay for men. They wasn't getting paid well at all. No. No. Ugh. I hate it here. Oh, man. Like... And then, like, and then, I'm sorry. No, I you just, go. I just keep, I keep thinking about shit. Just, I don't know. It all spirals because it's just so much shit. <laughs> um, but him having to find out that neither Travis or John were gay, or even attracted to men. Which, I mean, for one, he he at least knew with Travis. Yeah. Because Travis said straight up that he was straight. Right. But the uh, straight up exploitive of all the people they worked for that worked for him, and that's man, that's what that's what the system does to everybody. You pimp out your workers, and then you just yeah. make them think that they can't survive without you, and therefore you just get stuck. And next thing you know, you're at a jail. I mean, you working at a uh, a zoo <laughs> run by a meth head, man. You literally basically give people what they think that they need and keep them, keep them strung strung along, which like, is crazy. Like Carol was flat out making people volunteers, hundreds of people like volunteer to move up a level, and no, they weren't getting no money. They were just doing it out of the love of the game or what they thought it was. Yeah, and then yeah. and then that bitch was even like, I don't even get to know them unless they've been around for a real long time. And I'm like, you've been, I've seen you before. Hey like, man, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, and then Doc was pretty much bringing in these 18 year old girls and stringing them along until they decided to sleep with them. Then he put them up in the house. It's the same shit. Um, what was I finna say? All of them, all of them had some weird, like, traumas and, like, weird, I don't even know, like, Carol, Carol's personality, Carol, she definitely needed to be treated for something mentally also, because even, like, watching her when she was way younger do the like home videos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And listening to how she would talk and like I'm just like, man, y'all have lost it. <laughs> right. But I mean, she did say that she was uh she was raped when she was what, 15. I think that's what sent her life in a different trajectory. Yeah. Because she moved out and she felt like she had to she married her first husband when he was like 
she was like 16, 17. Because, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, it seems like she had been preyed on by so many dudes that eventually she was like, no, nah, not again. With her yeah. husband that she killed. <laughs> yeah, but apparently he, that's another thing too is she went right back to another fuckboy because because he had so much money, he thought that he could just like trick. You break it up. Hello. Can Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, but no, she was going through a lot with him too, because he was like, I guess he felt like since he had money, he could do whatever and cheat on her and whatever. Right. And it would be fine to her because all she wanted was to have money. But she got tired of that shit. Right. When a woman's fed up. (laughs) She'll kill your ass, apparently. She is wild. He found the right one. (laughs) Shit is wild. The other funny thing about that Carol shit is when she was explaining the night she met uh, the husband she killed. And she was like, I had to throw a potato out the window. And the only thing I could think of when she said that was, a potato flew around my room. Oh, my God. I kind of can't believe anything she says, though. Yeah, me neither. Man. She's... Hmm. And I have seen sociopath. Yeah, definitely. I have seen people say that it's a misogyny while we have just focused on Carol being a terrible person and not Joe. But it's also because Carol is trying to act like she's better than what she is. Yeah, she's trying to play the good guy when really she out here doing villainous shit and being manipulative as hell too. Right. Like Joe, for whatever it's worth. Always was upfront that he ain't no good person. He just out right. here being himself. Love it or leave it. But I mean, he did also try to get her killed. But at the same time, this is gonna sound real bad. <laughs> at the same time, she did practically try to ruin his life. Yeah, she did. And like Man, I ain't never hated nobody the way that Joe hated Carol Baskin. Yeah, it's like she she singled him out and then from then on he was on the manhunt for her. Right. He just saw red. He was like, man, fuck this bitch. Man, when he was doing all those internet videos with the blow up doll. <laughs> With with her name on the forehead. It's like, man, this is targeted harassment. But he's so fucking stupid. Like, if he he could have, if he was smarter, he could have played it out and not gotten sued by her. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have for one. Like all this shit was so janky and ghetto. He didn't have no kind of team. Right. As far as like professional. Anytime you're the money man, 
but you're also the dumbest person around, it's never a good look. Because you're not you're not listening to the good people around you. Like the campaign manager, dude. I I kind of felt sorry for him, but then it does, in the other sense, I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like when he said he felt tied to uh, Joe through the pain, I understand what that feeling is. Yeah. And that's a very true feeling. But at the same time, man, you can't just be out here with the fuck shit. Yep. Um, but my uh my white baby mama <laughs> on Instagram had it perfect though. She was like, uh that show is basically about a dude who kept trying to get even with his enemy and then karma caught up to him. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. That's that's the whole premise of it. It's like it really is. Like that shit destroyed everything. <laughs> but that nigga in jail talking shit. Like he he's, he said he tried to get people to get Trump to give him a pardon. If that nigga get out, it's gonna be like when Boosie got out, and the streets gonna be on fire. <laughs> He ain't going to be able to do nothing because he's going to be so old. He probably going to overdose so soon as he get out. He's going to find him some drugs in a cave and <laughs> go crazy. Not a cave. Yep. He's going to find him a new boo that ain't into him. But, you know, you got to do what you got to no, do. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's married. married. He, he took homeboy's last name. Yeah, he did. He took everybody's goddamn last name. I'm I was so confused by that. I didn't know this, but apparently he had another partner who died of HIV. I mean, died of AIDS. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I was surprised they didn't talk about it. But that was like his first partner or whatever. Hey, but this nigga Joe was out here stunting in this. Hey, he a swag icon. <laughs> I, I was thoroughly impressed. By the shit he was able to work. He's like, man, hey, them cat prints. Like, Joe was killing it with the cat prints. Carol <laughs> had that, uh, she had the Ross cat prints. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have the uh, high end. The only oh, weird, fuck. the weird shit, though, was when they were talking about Joe having the uh, Prince Albert and he put that oh, deadbolt, yeah. he put that, uh, that uh, lock on it. I was like, nigga. That's when I knew he was for sure batshit crazy. That sounds so painful. And, and the fact that he would wear no underwear with a fucking Prince Albert. Like, nigga. How? I don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then we had the uh, the people on Twitter telling us what to do with our stimulus checks. Oh my goodness! <laughs> AKA LLC Twitter, AKA uh, uh, Rock Nation brunch. 
Rock Nation brunch Twitter, Warren Buffett Twitter. <laughs> I would take a, a meeting with Jay Z Twitter. Like hell no. It's like all right. First off, twelve hundred is it can help some people out. It's not life changing money, but it's right now might get me out of a tougher situation. Right. Niggas are either acting like this shit is a million dollars or this shit can is life altering money. <laughs> like people were like, yeah, uh, that one girl that was like, start <laughs> in all caps on Twitter. St- uh, use the stimulus to start your business. Like, sis, what kind of business are you going to start for $1,200? Okay. And like you, that would only make sense if you had some kind of plan going or if you were like you were working something out and then this was the the motivation for you to do it but just everybody doesn't need to start a business nope <laughs> some people just need just want to work that's all they want to do they want to work I'm just like since when did everybody become so financially literate that they just out here giving advice to everybody about what's to do with their money? It's man, because everybody's playing a fucking role. Everybody's bigger than what they really are because they watched a couple YouTube videos and learned a little bit about cryptocurrency. They think they Nipsey Hustle. Right. Like, calm down, bro. It's like, man, y'all, like, I saw another dumbass tweet where somebody was like, oh, if we could all put our money in together and buy a house and flip it, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Once we flip the house, if somebody buys it, how is it, how are we going to profit? Where the profit going to come from? Right. And how are we going to split it up? Because my, me and you, $2,400 ain't enough to buy no goddamn house. <laughs> It's a lot more steps to this equation than just adding $1,200 together. That's going to be like hella niggas. <laughs> hella niggas. And we ain't going to make the money back that we giving. Like, and then plus, how are you going to flip a house in a fucking recession? That's your plan. Y'all going to start businesses when businesses are literally going out every fucking day. But then everybody want to be like, well, so many businesses have uh, have flourished. I mean, out of a recession, I'm like, no, those businesses started once the recession ended. Right. Or they Not were before the recession. In the middle of Right. And then other, I saw other people saying, like, millionaires make tons of money during recession. Be like, yeah, because they're fucking millionaires. They can float enough capital to make money and invest and play the long game. Yeah, because these stocks are cheap now. If you can wait a couple years or wait a couple months, yeah, you can make a lot of money during a recession. But normal niggas, niggas that need that $1,200 ain't going to make no money. Hell no. Like, let's just quit acting and doing all this bullshit, man. Uh, most of us who lost our jobs, who are looking forward to this $1,200, need this shit because losing our jobs is not what we planned for. Right. (laughs) Like, everybody has heard and has been hearing 
for a while now that most Americans cannot afford, cannot afford an expense that they did not plan for greater than four or five hundred dollars. So we definitely cannot afford to lose our jobs in the midst of a pandemic. Right. So why do you then think that we are going to take this twelve hundred dollars that we need to survive to do some other shit with outside of <laughs> helping us survive at this moment? Like niggas ain't thinking about starting up no businesses while we out here trying to eat and wipe our asses. Like right, it's more important things right now. It must be nice for the people who are still working or even have extra work because of this pandemic or for people who are actually able to have money to save for rainy days like this but that's not the majority of us that's why i've like i've stopped bitching about my fucking job like i'm lucky enough that i can still be working yeah so like yeah i'm just gonna tuck all my uh resentment and stuff away because it's people really struggling out here and they don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> like, yep. They wish they had a job to bitch about. So, I mean, that's how it is. But also, I ain't going to let these stupid-ass niggas fucking do the, uh, the ultimate sign of privilege by saying you should start a business in the middle of a recession. How mm-hmm. fucking tone deaf can you be? Mm-mm. Ain't nobody trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. I guess they thought it sounded good on the gram. I mean, on Twitter. And then that same girl, she was like, oh, I guess I got the sensitive people in my mentions. Like, no, nigga, you got the people that can fucking read the room. No, you got people who out here need this $1,200 for real shit. (laughs) Right. And then that's just going to be a drop in the bucket for a lot of people. Right. That's just, listen, if I got $1,200 today, probably half if not more than half would go towards bills that's about to come up shit and the first is tomorrow <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah, we got shit to pay for that's either past due now or it's about to be due soon right cause once again this is the second week we have been jobless for two weeks now which means some people ain't been able to pay for that shit or they just got their last check the other day. And it probably wasn't even a full check. Right. Because we shut everything down in the middle of the week. Right. And that's a lot of people that have some shitty, like, bosses. Like, yeah. Like, it's a lot of people doing a lot of people dirty. Like, my sister was telling me about this one guy in Texas started a... uh. He said he was going to cut people's checks by $1,200 because that's what they were getting from the government. And I'm like, oh, hell no. You do this shit in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Like, that's why, man, fuck capitalism. Seriously. Like, like real shit. Like, <laughs> I never thought I would get to that place, but like, all this shit is just showing me that people are fucked up. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these niggas. Like, you would treat pe- like people that work for you and make just, you money. You would treat them like shit. I don't understand how you reach a certain point of wealth and still remain money hungry. Yeah, like to a malicious level. 
Like some people reach like a point of wealth that's like irreversible, that there's almost nothing you can suffer that will fuck up your wealth and still don't understand that other people need financial help. And that's what I was thinking about when I was watching Tiger King. That's what changed it with me from being like, ha ha. It was like seeing the way that they treated the people that work for them. And then seeing all this shit that's going on now, it's just like, man, it's a lot of people who, like, I guess they decide when they get money, they're going to treat people the same way they got treated. And I refuse to believe that I'm going to be one of those people. Like, if I if I make money, yeah, I'm going to change. But I ain't going to do some of this shit. And I know people will be like, well, you don't know until you get there. Nah, I know some things I ain't going to do. Like, because yeah. that shit is evil. Like, there ain't no way around that shit. Mm. I'm just tired of the bullshit. <laughs> super tired. Super over it. And I'm I'm tired of... <laughs> I'm tired of people talking about, like, still running to, you know, hair stores and shit, trying to keep their hair done and this, that, and the third. Like... We will be okay. Right. Like, am I upset that my hair looks like taco meat right now? Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> it's bigger problems in the world. I bet y'all niggas will learn to be a little bit more resourceful. Bruh, I've been deciding if I'm going to try to cut my own hair or if I'm just going to have the, just the biggest fro in the world because it's I needed a haircut last week and I tried to get one and that shit didn't work out. So my waves, I think I'm just going to have a, a deep wolfing section. If uh, any uh, uh, waivers out there understand. <laughs> but my fucking widow's peak is the thing that bothers me, man. I look like fucking Eddie Monster. Yeah, see, this is why my mama taught me from a young age to always know how to do your own shit just in case. Just in case. And look at us now. (laughs) Needing some other niggas. Can't get to them. Bruh, another thing is I haven't hugged anybody in weeks. And that shit is wild. (laughs) I hugged my nephew. I did hug my niece. But I haven't hugged a big person in weeks. <laughs> I was even nervous to hug my nephew. Right. The same with me. But she she don't ever run to me. And she ran to me the other day and played with me. So it warmed my heart. But yeah, I was also like, can't get my baby sick. Yeah. They showed a video of one of the nurses or doctors. Who, uh, I don't know where they were at. I don't know if they were overseas or not, but he had been like um, mandated. They had been mandated, so they couldn't leave the hospital. Right. And he saw his son for the first time. Like his son ran up to him in the elevator. Did you see the video? Yeah, I saw it. And then we got close to him. He said, No, 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 no. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like the tears. Bless his heart. 
It's like not imagine refusing a hug from a small child. I know, and then having to cry because you know it's nothing way to protect you can do them. to explain. Yeah, and they can't understand it. Right. Like you can't you can't make them understand. Right. It's bro. I don't know how we go back to normal after all this shit. I don't either. For one, most of us still gonna be kind of paranoid. <laughs> oh yeah. About whether or not things are truly safe or not. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I am. I know I'm going to be a little skeptical. Especially like, man, that first week of release, (laughs) all the niggas going to be outside. Everybody. Cookouts galore. Just just the motherfucking grocery store is going to be empty again. Right. (laughs) Grocery stores is the club right now, though. I've also been trying to limit going to the grocery stores too. That's where we're gonna fuck around and get sick. Yeah, that's exactly it. They need to start having door monitors like some of these other places are starting to have. Like, um, I know Hair Queen is one of the beauty supplies that are still open, but they're only letting like five or six people in at a time. That's how you gotta do it, man. It's it's gonna also take a while for. Like, why I don't think that it's going to be any sports this year is because it's going to take a while for people to feel comfortable being in a stadium with that many people. Yeah. That is exactly it. Can you imagine, like, having to deeply disinfect basketball arenas and football stadiums after this shit? Yeah. Especially the pro ones where players are on flights all the time. Right. Disinfecting the locker rooms and whew. it's it's a lot. Bless them niggas. Yep. I like I just I don't know. It's gonna be a new world. Like I told you yesterday. I I haven't felt like this since like nine eleven. Yeah. Like when we were kids, cause I was just a paranoid ass little kid. <laughs> and I was convinced that I was going to get drafted one day. See, I was I I understood what what happened during 9/11, but it didn't make me paranoid or scared in any way. Right. I think that's just cuz I didn't fully understand the danger and what it meant for the entire country. Like all I knew was you know, twin towers. Right. New York. And even the other difference is like we couldn't foresee the world that had just changed. Like that's I guess why I'm looking at it because all right, if you had told both of us and when we were in seventh grade that the war that just started is going to go on until we're 31. Would we believe that shit? Hell no. And so that's why I'm looking at it now. It's like, so what what happens after all this shit? Like, what is the world that if I have kids that they will be born into? What will my nephews and niece experience going forward? It's just wild to think. It's Yeah, it's, it's hard to think about. 
because we just never I mean we never saw this coming we never thought that we this would happen to us in this day and age where we literally have a cure for almost anything and we have all these devices and technologies that you know can help us recover from anything that we do get Nobody ever thought that we were going to be in a full-on pandemic. <laughs> right. It's tons of movies. In the year 2020. It's t- and then, too, have you seen, like, them trying to make... Sorry, I'm not trying to keep cutting no, you No, you're off. good. Them trying to make um, connections between, like, 5G towers and <laughs> the all the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, who was it that was... Uh, Carrie Hilson was... Carrie Hilson, yeah. It was like, oh, man. She crazy. Like, come on, Carrie. You were just now starting to get back. Right. We were just forgetting about the Beyonce hate. (laughs) (laughs) And then you want to start this shit. Then you want to act crazy. Bruh. Like, it's just so many stupid ass conspiracy theories. And it's just like, no, man. People just don't wash their hands. And it shows. That's what it, 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 it. The hardest thing for me is not to touch my fucking face. Yeah, no, I stay touching my face. Like I be going through Germex like a motherfucker because like fuck. I stay touching my face. I've always been a face toucher. I don't know why. Me too. Like especially like if I'm frustrated or something, I always put my hands over my eyes or my hands in my head. Is like my I guess my coping mechanism. Yeah, so it's a nervous habit. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I I bite my fingernails, and I've been trying really hard not to bite my fingernails, and that shit is hard. Like I, I'll get nervous and I'll start biting. I'm like, fuck. So that's one thing that I've never, I've never really been a fingernail biter. All of that is like just nervous energy. Yeah. Like, I wish I I knew what anxiety was when I was younger. It would explain a lot of shit. <laughs> Just thought I was fucking weird, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to uh also not watch stuff that's gonna get me more and more paranoid. Which yeah, is yeah, like I don't see how people are watching like outbreak and pandemic and <laughs> right. I was like, not gonna watch those. Not gonna watch any zombie movies. No, not I'd... gonna watch the purge. Right. Just going to watch some things that are going to make me laugh. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you got anything else? Um... So, trying to think. I don't think so. I feel like every week it's just going to be like an update on quarantine and how our mental health is being affected. <laughs> it's just dispatches from the quarantine crew. Right. Like, that's going to be the majority of every episode from here on out. Right. And I don't know, man. I don't like, I don't like that. 
Like, I don't want to just do a gloom and doom podcast. That shit sounds awful. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't have to be bad, but I just feel like that's just that's just what our life is right now. Like to the store, but other than that, no. I feel like I've been at the store way too much. Yeah, running back and forth for my mama. She sent me out to get some damn baked beans from Jim and Nick's yesterday because she was frying fish. Meanwhile, we have baked beans in the pantry. <laughs> she wanted Jim and Nick's baked beans. <laughs> and bell pepper, and brown sugar, and barbecue sauce, and ground beef. I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> you have everything you need right here in the house because you've gone to the grocery store a thousand times in a week. Why are you still sending me out for things? <laughs> right. But, uh, did you listen to Childish Gambino's album yet? Yeah, I had um, I had started listening. I was like more than halfway through okay. the last time we talked about it. Did I you? just didn't finish. But yeah, I, I listened. It's so expensive. It's uh, so that nigga. Exp- he's a, he's just a different type of nigga. Yeah. I think when all said and done, he might be one of the greats. Yeah, especially for him to kind of just like start music like after he got famous for acting. Right. Kind of crazy. And then, like, yeah, he's a once in a generation talent. But Yeah, because most of the time when that happens and people are like, oh, I think I want to do music now, I just be like, mm, do you? <laughs> I don't know, sis. <laughs> but like I like that he's merging both styles of Childish Gambino like the rapping and the the singing the singing it's yeah. more effortlessly even though I prefer his singing over his rapping like yeah his uh his concert was super lit yeah I gotta see I gotta see him live once all this shit uh, gets good again. I'm gonna go to a lot more concerts. Man, because all, all the festivals are about to start booming. Because I know what they said, Coachella got pushed back to like October. Yeah, the fall. If or, every, I don't even know if they gave it a date. If the fall is good, then it's gonna be tons of stuff to do. Bro, fall music festivals lit. Right. Like but this, I don't know. I don't know if the Roots Picnic got moved because that was going to be the end of May. Actually, I think it did. Because I know Crystal and Kid Fury were going to be there, and I think they mentioned it being postponed. Right. So, but yeah, like if all these regular festivals that were supposed to happen in spring, summer, happen in the fall, that could really be dope because. Sometimes being at some of them festivals don't be worth that hot ass weather. Hell no. <laughs> like, <laughs> so if you can give me dope music with better weather, I'm down. I can do that. That sounds like a way better situation. Right. Um. So what? What is the one thing you want to do once we're free? <laughs> Put some whole clothes on. <laughs> 
don't know, man. Like, just be outside. Like, literally, just be outside. Like, I want to go sit on somebody's patio and have a beer, listen to some music. People still been going to the park like crazy, though. Like, I was watching... I don't like that. They might need to. Right. They might need to <laughs> shut that shit down. <laughs> like, it was. Lex said that they went and got food and ate it at the park. And I was like, Man. that's what a lot of people was doing because she was out there too. And it was so many families just like eating dinner out there. And I'm like, I understand y'all want to like eat dinner in a different location, but. First of all, y'all always be the size of like four and five people. Y'all don't have to right. <laughs> separate. <laughs> I have to stay in the house. I have seen a lot of people hiking and doing stuff like that. Yeah, I um I went to Green Mountain last Wednesday. Um and it wasn't that many. Well, by the time I got there, got out there, it was late anyway. Um, it was like after six thirty, and I was only out there for like an hour. But it wasn't. It wasn't that many people out there. It was like four cars parked, and they were all leaving. But like one of them by the time we got there, so yeah, that was that. But I think they had the actual like the Madison County Nature Trail. I think they had that one like shut down for good because I know that one's usually open to like seven or eight, and when we were passing by it, it was it was chained up. The yeah. Entrance. Um, I've been thinking about getting a bike. I don't know. I might with my uh, stimulus. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but. First thing I'm gonna do when I give it out is I'm trying to plan. I'm gonna have a date. Fuck this shit. That's man, all. Talk about it. Right. Like, man, it's rough out here. <laughs> the struggle. And I put my whole clothes on and kiss all the boys. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely now it's like where like I'm like man I'd much like I do want to kiss somebody that shit I didn't know I missed it until it it was out of the realm of possibility (laughs) that's when it was like what I do like this (laughs) hell yeah but man I, I just hope people don't rush into fucking relationships because I, I have a fear that I'm going to do that shit. It's very, very liable to happen. But it's got to be a better way. <laughs> it's got to be a better way. Oh, it's definitely a better way. But whether or not y'all niggas is going to uh, comply with the better way is is what's questionable. <laughs> right. But uh, I guess that's it. This one should be pretty easy, shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Be like, yep, we knocked that shit out. 
Life as we know it. That's, that's it. That's the episode title. <laughs> we're just going to have a part parts of it. Next week is going to be Life as we know it part two. <laughs> well, I guess this is life now. We're still here. Somehow. Still kicking. Still- it's all bullshit. If anything... Coronavirus is just opening our eyes to a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. Everything they say they can't do, not necessarily. Right. We done found ways around all this shit. Right. So now what? <laughs> like, we at the point now to where you getting drinks to go. Like, gallons. I know. I like, gallons. Like, y'all could do what? <laughs> And the only reason why it's legal is because it's in a sealed container. Right. But I'm just like, so y'all could have been putting this shit in sealed containers. <laughs> Man, I hope they keep that shit. We get like drive through daiquiri shops. Hell yeah. <laughs> like in Louisiana, they just put tape over the lid. You're like, yeah, it's sealed. You're like, my nigga, I'm fucking with it. Hell yeah. I just hope our whole generation isn't drunk out of our minds this entire time because it looks like we are. No, that's exactly what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) The other part of it is it showed the generational divide between us and Generation Z because we are not them niggas. We are not them niggas. (laughs) Like, we ain't the same. (laughs) Like You can't sit with us. Even though I do feel old as fuck being a millennial on TikTok. <laughs> I saw that one TikTok about the millennial reluctantly joining TikTok. You saw that? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me? Talked all that shit. And it's like, yep. They got us. That shit is dope. I just can't do them dances. Ugh. I'm probably going to end up downloading that shit. Do it, man. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm trying to fight it. Trying to fight it. (laughs) It's so hard. I follow uh, LeBron's son. That shit just look dope, man. Like, they be doing the dances, like him and his brother. I'm like, man, I wish I had this shit when I was a fucking kid. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do not one of them dances, though. I want to learn how to do the newest one. Which one? I don't know the name of the song. See, I'm old. I don't belong there. <laughs> like, I what's can't that? Even re- describe the dance. Be like, what's that Renegade song? <laughs> like, that is not the name of it, Dad. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> oh shit! The funniest ones are the uh, the ones that are parents of like Generation Z, and you can tell like they really live in the house with these psychopaths. So they know how to do all the dances. <laughs> and they be doing them well. Right. Like LeBron's big ass be doing all these dances. He ain't got nothing else to do. That nigga be drinking wine. Uh, dancing. <laughs> Exercising. Burning candles. <laughs> right. <laughs> the millionaires are bored, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they're just stuck in the house. So I did see somebody tweet. They were like, uh, we wouldn't be ready if Kobe had survived long enough to quarantine. We wouldn't be ready for whatever hobby he was going to get into. 
Kobe was gonna figure some shit out. <laughs> he was. He was gonna turn his house into some kind of obstacle course. <laughs> he was gonna have Gigi doing drills nonstop. <laughs> Gigi was gonna be at boot camp. <laughs> Mamba boot camp. <laughs> yeah, with all her little friends. I still can't believe Kobe Bryant is dead. That shit is wild. Yeah. I just saw a screenshot of one of the headlines I had in my phone. Because I sent it to my homeboy and I was like, this can't be fucking real, bro. Yeah. It's still wild. Man. That theory that Kobe Bryant was the thing holding us all together and now that he's gone, chaos is happening, is sounding more and more believable it feels real feels <laughs> real so thank you guys for tuning in today to suburban pod if you would like to follow me on twitter you can find me at curvy brown girl and you can find me at a kid named juice some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey battle you can follow him on soundcloud at DJC battle new episodes available every thursday